G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are talking ads uh, for your 10-team and 12-team leagues for week two. Let's go. Jordan open. Chicago with the lead. Bryant. Not a game. Not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no regard for human life. Andy Basketball. G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. Uh, running a solo podcast today, uh, and the next couple of podcasts will also be solo as well, uh, by running mate, uh, the guru himself, uh, Callum Mack, is unfortunately tending to his... Uh, uh, real life job, the job that actually pays the bills um, here. So I'm uh, just going to be running solo today. So you have to put up with my voice for a little bit more than normal, but want us to still get a good podcast out to you guys, let you guys know what we're thinking in terms of fantasy and NBA basketball. So today is going to be our waiver wire show. We're going through um, some players who should be owned in 10 teams, must roster across the all, all fantasy basketball communities, um, and then also players who should be on teams in 12-team leagues, um, as well as some sort of fringe guys there as well. So uh, before we get started, make sure you hit a like, a thumbs up on the video if you're watching along on YouTube. If you're watching or listening along, I should say, over on uh, Apple Podcasts uh, or, or anywhere else, please, um, if you can spare a, a minute or two, just go over and give the show a rating uh, on Apple Podcasts. To do that, it's a bit funny. You've got to go onto the actual show itself, uh, not the episode that you're listening on to right now, but the show itself. Scroll down to the bottom and put your rating there. Um, for some reason, Apple doesn't uh, register it if you just do it on the show notes. It's really weird, but uh, would be really appreciated if you guys do that. It helps us grow the show, helps us uh, do more fun things in the future. So uh, let's let's get stuck into it. Um, we'll start with the 10-team leagues. We've got a bit of a list here, guys. Um, I would say of the list here, I would say the first three are must-roster players. The last three is dependent on need and situation and maybe just more just seeing how things fall out. But let's go through them for those listening on the audio. We've got Franz Wagner. We've got Cole Anthony. We've got Alperin Sengun, Matisse Thibel, Gary Trent Jr., and Luke Kennard as our ads for this week. Let's go through them one by one, starting with Franz Wagner. He was in our show last week on the 12-team uh, league ads. He's moved his way up. He's he's not slowed down. Chum Okiki has made his way back into the lineup. It didn't matter at all. In fact, he's looked better. Had a 28-point game a couple of days ago. Uh, just looks... Really composed out there. Has nearly had a steal in every game. The percentages are looking very sharp. Um, he's looking very uh, good at hitting threes. Uh, low turnovers, if you care about those sort of things. He's just looking really, really solid. I was a little bit skeptical if he'd be able to keep this up. And he's probably not going to be this good. But I think he is someone who needs to be on every single uh, fantasy basketball roster out there. Because his scoring is going to be high. The threes are going to be high. He's going to be doing it fairly efficiently too with low turnovers. Should get you... Uh, 
probably more than a steal per game. Um, and then also a trickle of, of maybe some assists here and there, maybe a block every couple of games. Um, and just someone who's really solid is not going to hurt you anywhere. So it should be on every single fantasy. Uh, should be picked up in every fantasy league at some point. Um, and I would uh, hope that it's your team. He's only... Um, rostered in, I know it's come up recently, I'm just bringing it up right now, Uh, he was only rostered in 50% of leagues last I checked, Um, and that is definitely something that needs to be corrected, I know that has come up recently, okay, yeah, so he's up at 62% of leagues now, which still means he's out there in a lot of leagues, so 62% is still way too low, he needs to be rostered everywhere, I've I've added him in, in my 10-team league, um, and so I think you, I would definitely recommend you do the same. The next name on the list here is Cole Anthony, another Orlando Magic player, this one's fairly obvious, he's been playing really, really good, he just didn't make our list last time, however, I did, uh, after the um, the, the, the show posted, I did make a comment on the YouTube section saying that, yep, he probably is a must-roster player. And he is much more owned than Franz Wagner at 83%. He's been absolutely lighting it up. I don't think he's going to continue at this level. What happens when Markel Fultz comes back? I'm not sure. But at the moment, his threes are looking on fire. He's rebounding really well for a guard. Assists are high. Percentage is looking very solid. No real defensive stats. Couple of steals here and there, but... You just got to ride this wave. He might not be someone that keeps this up and may not be must roster for the entire season, especially when Fultz gets back and we get a bit more from Jalen Suggs. But I think at this stage, you just have to roster him. He probably is already picked up in your league, but just in case, just want to throw his name out there because we didn't have him in the show last week, even though I did make that comment. Um, just make sure he is... Yeah, just double-check that he's there. And the, the last must-roster guy, I think, is Alperun Shengun. Now, he started today for the Rockets with Daniel Tice out. He didn't light the world on fire. So your, your window to get him is still open. But he is rostered in 56% of leagues. Um, today, in a start, in 25 minutes, he put up 6-4-4 four, and four with a steal. He did have five turnovers. Turnovers are probably going to be fairly high for a, a young big man, um, but the steals for a big guy is super elite. I can see him pulling in lots of rebounds. Uh, the points will be solid. Assists are going to be fairly decent from the center position as well, uh, and I think the percentages will be fairly solid too. Um, so... He's going to take time. He, you probably do need to be patient a little bit longer. Maybe this performance doesn't lock him in as the starter. Maybe they do give Tice his job back. But at some point this season, probably sooner rather than later, they're going to make that switch, and he's going to be he's going to be the starter for the Houston Rockets because there's there's no point giving Daniel Tice the starting minutes. Uh, even if he continues to start, I can see his minutes coming down. You already have seen Sengun coming up. His last three games, he's all played over 20 minutes per game. Um, you know, he's had seven steals in that time. He's put up 14, 11, and six points in those games, averaging about six rebounds in those games as well. Um, he's a good passer, so I can see, yeah, maybe three or four assists if we get solid minutes. So he is someone who I'm willing to put up with the growing pains to get the reward later. And even on a per-game basis in 20 minutes a night, he's ranked 175th per game, and that's with three turnovers a game. So if you're punching that category, which most teams I do recommend do, uh, he's even higher in terms of value. So, And I can see him improving as the year goes on, and he gets better acclimated to the NBA. So absolutely, if he's on your waiver wire, I would go add Alper and Shengun. Let's go on to the... So the next three guys, uh, I'm not going to label must roster, but I think that they should be... They should be um, 
owned or sorry, should be added in most scenarios in a 10-team league. Uh, the first one here is Matisse Thibault, who is obviously a, a bit of a specialist. He's the 81st ranked player and rostered in 50% of Yahoo leagues uh, and playing just 22 minutes a game. He's averaging 2.4 steals, 1.4 blocks. That's his value right there. He won't give you much else, but that's enough value in that limited playing time to be worthwhile. Danny Green also looks like he has aggravated his hamstring. So that might open up more playing time for Matisse. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tobias Harris is still away on COVID protocols. There's a few players out for the Philadelphia 76ers. So at worst, he's going to be a, a streamer for the next couple of weeks. Um, but he he's someone that even in limited minutes, he's going to keep up these defensive stats. And it's extremely useful, guys. It's really hard to get that high level of blocks and steals um, you know, consistently, even in limited playing time. But if he, his playing time actually increases, it's going to be fairly ridiculous. And it's enough to keep him sort of floating around on a rankings per... Uh, basis uh, in that top 100 zone. So uh, if you don't need what he's giving you, if you're punting blocks or turnovers, sorry, if you're punting steals or blocks, uh, sure, you don't really need him and what he provides. But um, steals is often one of those swing categories with a lot of builds um, competing it out. So he is someone super valuable for that reason. So uh, I think in most cases, you could probably uh, add uh, Matisse Leibold. 50% is far too low for him. Um, Gary Trent Jr. is the next one. Let's have a look at old Gary. He's been uh, he's been pretty hot recently, putting up some big steal numbers. I don't expect that to continue. He's averaging 2.8 steals per game, and he's currently the 43rd ranked player and rostered in 71% of leagues. Those steals are absolutely going to come down. He's probably more of a one steal per game kind of guy, uh, but he's he's getting minutes. He's playing big minutes, averaging 33 minutes a game for Toronto. What happens when uh, Pascal Siakam comes back? It might affect him slightly, although I still see him getting a good run out there. He's chucking up shots. He's the 43rd ranked player, and he's still only averaging 39% from the field. So I, whilst I don't think he's going to be very m- much better than that, he, it should come up a bit more than that. Points, threes, and maybe a little bit of steals, I think is what he's going to be there for. So he's not an absolutely drop everything and go grab him. But if you need points, if you need threes, uh, solid free throw percentage, maybe a steal per game, he is someone that you definitely could add. Uh, and uh, just look out for the, the field goal percentage. And also, he's probably not going to contribute up across the board in low rebounds, low assists, low blocks. Um, so you're not going to get much value there. But I definitely think that he should be uh, rostered a bit higher than 71% of leagues, especially while he's... He's cooking right now, and he's he, he's had a few games. Last game, he hit 26 points, hit four threes, um, and, and a 19-point game. He's had an 18-point game in there, all with solid threes and, and some, some big steal games as well. So keep riding him while we can. And the last guy on the 12-team side of things is a bit more speculative. It's Luke Kennard. Um, Maybe a bit more of a of a uh, twelve teamer guy, but I think even in ten teamers, if you're someone who really needs some threes and points, similar to that Gary Trent Jr. situation, I'm I'm projecting a little bit that he's going to be slowly getting more minutes as the season goes along. Last three games, he's been getting 33, 33, and thirty minutes per game. He's hit uh, ten threes in that time. Um, he's had two last two games, fourteen points, sixteen points. And the team just needs offense. There's there's not a lot else out there. Eric Bledsoe is not cutting it. Um, Reggie Jackson is probably the second option behind Paul George. They, they just need offense because uh, Marcus Morris is out. Obviously, Kawhi Leonard is out. Uh, they're not getting much from the center's way of offense. 
there's just there's not a lot of uh, self-creation on this team, and I think that because of that reason, Luke Kennard's going to get more minutes. And he's someone who, who's got he's got good skills. He's got a good ability to put up stats. Um, no defensive stats. You're not going to get anything from that from him, but maybe a few more assists than someone like a Gary Trent Jr. Um, maybe slightly better field goal percentage than Gary Trent Jr. You're just a little bit less certain with his role, but I am totally happy taking a speculative ad. He's only rostered in 28% of leagues on Yahoo!, and he's the 77th ranked player. He could float around that top 100, maybe more top 120 sort of zone, um, realistically, I think, moving forward, um, unless they do marginalize him. But I, I do see his minutes actually starting to creep up above 30 minutes per game, even if it is off the bench. So definitely take a look at Luke Kennard and see if he fits what you're looking for. Let's uh, let's move over to the 12-team ads. A um, couple of guys in here that we'll go through. Let's go through them all first. Um, you can obviously see them on your screen if you're watching along on YouTube. But we've got another six guys here. PJ Washington, Cam Reddish, Devin Vassell, Josh Hart, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Anthony Simons. Let's go through the, from top to bottom first. PJ Washington. He is rostered in 75% of leagues. He was the 86th ranked player going into the season. He's currently ranked 101st in only 21 and a half minutes. He's someone who's been obviously very disappointing. We had him on our hold or fold segment last week. And both Callum and I agreed that you need to hold him. Since then, he's had played three games. He's put up uh, one game where he's uh, put up nine and five with two steals and two blocks. He's put up a game where he scored 17 points, two rebounds, three assists, two blocks. And then an 18-point game, again, with a steal and two blocks. So the blocks have been there in limited playing time. Yes, the shooting is probably unsustainably high. I'm still a believer that he is going to get minutes over Plumlee down the stretch of the season. So I'm encouraged that he's still putting up value in limited minutes. And I do see upside with him getting more minutes down the stretch of the season. Right now, Plumlee is averaging 27 uh, nearly 28 minutes per night. I can see them almost flip-flopping those minutes where Plumlee averages closer to 20, 21, 22 minutes. And then you can get uh, Miles, uh, sorry, not Miles Bridges. Um, you can get PJ Washington averaging that 28, 27 minutes per night. And I think that that is going to be enough for PJ to continue to have value, especially in 12-team leagues. In 10-team leagues, Look, there's a bit of a risk that maybe that doesn't happen. So if there's someone like those other guys that we spoke about, especially those first three, um, I would make that move. But I I still have faith that he's gonna he's gonna carve out some value and he's gonna build on those minutes. the The shooting was not very good at the start of the season. It's not going to be as good as it has been recently. But he's just I feel like he's just so much more dynamic on that team, and I think that the skill level will win out in the long term. Uh, Mason Plumlee is not someone who's going to prevent one of their younger, better players from getting minutes on the floor. So uh, for that reason, I think that PJ Washington is an ad if one of your other uh, managers on your league, in your league uh, dropped him and was impatient. Uh, I, I would go and scoop him up if I were you. Uh, let's talk about Cam Reddish. He just keeps getting it done. Cam Reddish, he's, um, he's shooting the lights out and he's doing it in limited minutes. He's um, Last few games, he's been putting up 15 points, 16 points, 20 points, hitting threes, getting steals. Um, he's only averaging 25 minutes per night, but he, he looks good. He looks good, shooting good from the free throw line, hitting threes, 
getting 1.3 steals. He's only rostered in 55% of Yahoo leagues, currently the 107th ranked player. There's a bit of a concern that it drops off, but 45% from the field is perhaps not unsustainable. He's getting 12 and a half shots per game, so he's getting he's getting a bit of a green light to shoot coming off the bench. Um, some other wings on the the Hawks are struggling. So I think that maybe that there this could be sustainable for Cam Reddish, and he does have scope to improve if those minutes do come up. So I'm I'm happy to add Cam Reddish and just see where it goes. Ride it out. If it comes to shit and he, he goes back to shooting poorly, uh, like the game where he had five points shooting twenty percent, although that's that's not that's too low on the other side. So I think he I think he is someone who's definitely worth an ad to see how it goes. And even in a 10-team league, if you need those sort of stats like the like the um, Gary Trents and the, the Luke Canards of the world, he's in that similar kind of vein. Um, a bit more, uh, probably less confidence in his minutes compared to the other two. That's why I put him in the 12-team league. So there's a bit more downside that he might just fizzle out and, and, and it's too crowded in that Atlanta Hawks uh, wing lineup. But I think, I think there's enough value for you to at least have a speculative ad and see how it goes. Uh, and, and then write it out and make make a drop later if you need to. But you might just pick yourself up a, a really good player in the process. 55% is too low in terms of rostage percentage for Cam Reddish. Let's move on to Devin Vassell. Now, Devin Vassell is someone who has a very fantasy-friendly game. He didn't play a lot last year with Coach Pop, um, not liking to play his rookies. We all know this. He's now getting a bit of a run recently with uh, a couple opportunities with McDermott, who went down. He's putting up good numbers in limited minutes, averaging 25 minutes a game, uh, 10 points, you know, nearly five rebounds, two assists, a steal and a half, uh, a three and a half. The, the shooting percentages are not unrealistic. In fact, they could probably even improve. He's someone who's uh, he's going to get you good percentages. He's going to get you a solid steals. The rebounds will be okay from a, a guard position and, and good threes, uh, maybe solid points as well. And I think that this team needs to play its youth. It needs to play its young guys. In the last four games, he's he's played 27, 24, 27, and 35 minutes. Um, it's up and down, yes. So by no means is he a must-roster guy, but he's rostered only in 15% of leagues, uh, which is just crazy low. So if you are in a competitive league, you need some threes, you need some steals, you need uh, solid points. I think Devin Vassell is worth taking a flyer on. If you can't ride it out, if he's a bit shaky up and, and he's up and down, you can't ride it out. He's not by no means a must hold, but he's more of a speculative ad to see if he starts to get a bit more minutes if they prioritize playing their young players. Um He's got a better fantasy game than, than uh, a few of other guys on his team. And I think that, you know, similar to like a Cam Reddish, he kind of fits that that mold of, yeah, take a swing and it could pay off uh, down the line. If it doesn't, you just move on and drop him. Uh, another speculative ad, um, but coming off his last game, is Josh Hart of the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, Josh Hart is... He's come off a big game where he put up 16-9-3 and three in 30 minutes. That's obviously with Brandon Ingram being out the last game. He's going to be out for his next game as well. So he's going to get another opportunity to start. And he's uh, he's someone... There's, there's a lot of spots open for grabs on the Pelicans uh, roster without Zion there. They're, they're a bit fluid in their rotation. 
And we know that he is a big rebounder from the guard position. He's someone who has a little bit of potential when it comes to scoring, when it comes to threes. Outside of that, it's not too exciting. I definitely prefer the upside of a few of these other guys more so. So I, I'm not as I would go those other guys ahead of a Josh Hart. But if you need rebounding, scoring threes from the guard position, he is someone that is worth a bit of a flyer, and you could do a little bit worse than Josh Hart and just see how it goes. Maybe he sticks in this rotation, he starts getting 30 minutes a night, and and he can hold on to that even when Ingram comes back. That's something that I could see. This Zion injury is uh, really concerning to me. I don't know how long he's going to be out for. Apparently, he's progressing, but I don't know. I I think it could be still a while longer. So I'm happy to, if, if I need rebounding, go and look at Josh Hart couple of last guys who are more, yep, just have a swing, see what happens. Not a, a priority ad, but someone you can have a look at. The first one is Dorian Finney-Smith. Probably more of a Roto-friendly kind of game. Um, he is currently, let me just put up Dorian Finney-Smith. He's currently the 198th ranked player, so nothing to ride home about. But with a few injuries piling up with Kristaps Porzingis, uh, Maxi Kleber is now out as well. The minutes are going to be really high. He's going to be giving you good threes, uh, solid rebounds, low turnovers. The steals will be okay. His percentages can definitely improve. He's definitely a better shooter than this. He currently, he's averaging 34% from the field. That's going to come up easily. So he's just a very friendly guy. He's not he's not going to hurt you most areas. Um, so definitely lends himself more to a roto league and from a power forward position. He can give you sort of out of position stats with those threes, steals, um, solid rebounds. The points are nothing special. The assists are nothing special, but low turnovers and the the field goal percentage, I definitely can see improving from this. So uh, low upside, but just a solid guy that you can plug and play. And he might end himself sort of that top 110, top 120 sort of area uh, per game uh, by the end of the season because he's going to get plenty of minutes. And the last guy is Anthony Simons. Uh, Little Again, a little bit of a flyer type. He's been uh, putting up some points recently in the last few games. Again, in limited minutes. Last game, however, he did uh, play 29 minutes, although I think that was due a fair bit to a bit of uh, garbage time late. But he scores, man. He's, he's averaging uh, 14 points and nearly three threes a game. It is coming off uh, nearly 51% from the field, which is probably much too high. And even more so than some of the other guys we mentioned today, probably not much in the way of supporting stats in terms of assists, steals, blocks. In fact, he hasn't blocked a shot yet. He's averaging 0.6 steals, um, two assists, two, maybe just over two and a half rebounds per game. Um, yeah, it doesn't get to the free throw line. So th- there is a lack of other supporting stats. So that's why he is sort of down the bottom of this list here. I would much rather a Reddish or a Vassell if they're, if they're available. But again, Rostered in 22% of leagues. Uh, currently the 90th ranked player. Damian Lillard looks like he's... He just looks not right at the moment. So perhaps there's an injury there and, and, and they're just trying to hide it. But maybe they shut him down later. In that scenario, Simons gets a big boost in usage and playing time. So you might get yourself a bit of a winner there. But even at the moment, in a limited playing time, 23 minutes a night, he's doing enough to sort of warrant uh, at least a stream for points and threes. Uh, and then you can sort of figure out the rest later. So if you've got some garbage in your roster, cut them, grab Simons and see what happens. You might you might have yourself a winner there. 
Alrighty, guys. Well, that will do it uh, for us uh, in this podcast. Make sure you like the video. Like we said, let's try and get some lots of likes on this video. Uh, comment down below any drops, any questions of ads. Uh, who would you rather? I'm, f- I'm very happy to answer as many of those questions as you can. Follow us along on Twitter and make sure you go over and rate and give ourselves a five-star rating on the Apple Podcast version of the show. And we'll come back to you next time with some drops. Catch you then later, guys. Bye.